0: Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Vanessa, and you know you're listening to another episode of the Not From Concentrate podcast. <laughs> and for this week, I have a very, very, very special guest, somebody I've known probably all their life, majority of my life, my <laughs> homeboy, G is in the building.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. what's
1: good how you been how you living sir um in mansions in benzes and it feels stupendous tremendous I know that's cream. right. i know that's, that's a dollar in right. a dream <laughs> you yeah, know nah, i am uh that i feel like that's a very arbitrary question um how am i living i think i'm living the way everybody else is on the edge um huh. and when i say on the edge i mean like like stress wise like i feel like we're just all everybody's overwhelmed right now and uh, I'm back to work, so I'm a little bit stressed. But um, I'm also in a good space. I think I'm in the best space I've been in, like, the last year. So I'll take it, shit. I'll take That's it. That's
0: great. That is actually a great. You know, yes, everybody is just like, what? WTF? But even in the midst of all this chaos, for you to have peace is amazing. Yeah. So let the I people um, know, my listeners know, a little bit about yourself, sir, who you are, where you're from, what you do, all that good stuff.
1: Um, my name is uh, G, G Samuels, uh, from Cherry Hill, Merchantville, born and raised, um, been here my whole life, never really left. Um, what do I do? Uh, that's another loaded question. Um, so I'm, my job is I'm a behavioral therapist. Um, I'm probably going to end up staying in that career um, and working alongside, like in special education and I'm also a singer, songwriter, rapper, um, and I got an album coming out. Hopefully, inshallah, Lord willing, it'll be out in August. I'm getting it mixed. I'm starting to get the stems together right now, so we can get it mixed. Um, but that is my passion. That is what I do. My job is what fuels my my passion, basically. Um, but yeah, what I just what I do is I make music, and I it's, that's my thing. That's my love. That's my everything. That's all I really care about. Everything else fuck it that's how i feel
0: and there it is so you know yes everything he said pretty much the g is has been rapping since i've known him period him and uh, my our homeboy well his best friend cam have been making music for god knows how long but yes probably, uh, go ahead go ahead pro-
1: probably since i mean we we started i started seriously in like 2000 and like 9 2010 But we were doing it since, like, 07. I think, like, our freshman year of high school is when we just started messing around. Because Cam did music, and, like, we just started messing around. And that's, like, around 2010. 09, 2010 is when we decided to come together and form a unit. But So I probably have been working on it since 2006, 2007.
0: Yeah. We went to high school together, and... Everybody knew that where there was Cam, there was G. Where there was G, there was Cam. Cam would be on the lunch table <laughs> going ham. G would be spitting bars right behind them. Like That's what they were known for. That was their thing. So yeah. you could definitely attest that music thing, this music thing, it's pretty much for them. Like been with him all his life. So that's great to hear. But how has your week been going? You know, you said you were a little uneasy, you were little peaceful. But how, um, in, in, in overall, how has your week been going?
1: Overall, my week has been a little stressful. So I'm, right now I'm like... Like I said, we all we already have what a regular like pandemic shit going on. The mm-hmm. issues with that, right? And then on top of that, like I work in behavioral therapy, so I usually deal with a lot of kids who are have ASD, autism spectrum disorder, um, some nonverbal, some who engage in self-injurious behavior. Um, I have some mm. kids who uh, may have Down syndrome, so I get like a whole different kind of plethora of kids, but. One of my one of my students spit on me on on oh. Thursday like ten times like, and I was just like I was livid I was, and the first time, it's not the first time I got I got spat on, um but this day it was just like the spitting was at like an all time high, and a lot of it is because of like denied access so telling that person no to certain things, mm-hmm. um also a lot of it can be related to um, issues with communication. For example, let's um, say, say you speak Spanish. I speak English. You have um, a behavioral disorder or you have, like, autism. There's a there's a communication issue. And a lot of behaviors with children who are autistic in, um, or who have other needs, um, a lot of their issues come from You know, not being able to communicate functionally with other people. So they get frustrated. And, you know, when we get frustrated, we usually do things to regulate ourselves. Well, they do the same thing, but it usually turns into, like, a behavior that you need to work on. You know what I'm saying? So I got spit on 10 times on Thursday. And probably 10 times. Last week, probably, altogether, like, maybe, like, 10 times. But Thursday was rough. Thursday was rough. But uh, I'm glad I, I don't work on Fridays because I, I couldn't do it. I needed a break. Um, so my week was a little rough at work. But like I said, I'm getting a stem together for my album. Um, so that is finally coming along. Like, I'm, um, it's coming. Like, there's nothing that's stopping it. Like, um, God, God, uh, Jesus, Buddha, Moses, whoever would have to come down and physically <laughs> stop everybody from working on this because, like, yo, it's coming, and I'm super excited about it.
0: That's good. That's good because when you have rough days like that, I couldn't imagine. Like, when I was a substitute teacher and I was thinking about going to the education field, that quickly changed. I used to <laughs> deal with, you know, mentally uh, ill or, you know, autistic children too, but it, I've never got had that happen. Never. Because yeah. when I was dealing and with, like, autistic kids, they were in elementary school, Middle school, so I never got that bad. The only the worst was like toddlers having temper tantrums that would just like they would wreck yeah. the the room, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and you can't touch them, and so it's just like, oh, so you and, gonna let and them to be honest with you,
1: out. like that's a bad day. I have more good days than I do bad days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in in three weeks, I maybe had maybe one bad day a week. That's good. I, yeah. So like you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll take it. Um plus I get paid pretty well to to do what I do and 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 that makes it a little bit easier to deal with the bad days cuz it's like um my paycheck is decent like even if I work let's say I, I don't work full time I'm still satisfied with my paycheck you know what I'm saying
0: Well to you those, just balling on these those
1: out you? No I'm I'm not balling I'm not balling <laughs> um like I said I I'm not no I don't make that much money, um, but I make enough to where I can do the things I need to do right now. You know what I'm saying? hmm Um, and then, and then, like, from everybody I've talked to, you know, money doesn't come young. Um, and at least, at least for most of us, it won't come young. Now, there's a lot of niggas that sell Forex, uh, fucking scamming people, even though the foreign exchange market is not a scam, um, Niggas has got this little team thing situated. Some of them niggas is bringing in money, but um,
0: yeah, I don't trust none of that. I've gotten try to get recruited numerous times. I tried to do wake up now nah. when it first hit. I failed, and I'm like, y'all ain't gonna yeah. give me twice.
1: Yeah, not sales is not for the weak hearted. I worked in the mortgage industry. Sales is not for the weak hearted. Like, um, even it's, it doesn't matter what you're selling. Even it's like selling music. Like that's just that's the sales business. Like it's not for the weak hearted. Like I've paid. I put so much money into my project to not see anything back yet. Um and who knows when I'll see anything back. But like um I'm in the hole and I've been in the hole, you know what I'm saying? So um but it's just like you you, you know, the money will come. Like you find what you like and you love to do and you're what you're passionate about and for me I'm passionate about helping the kids. So the money is going to come. So I'm not even tripping over that. Um I know that by the time I'm like 30 35, I'll be I'll be good. I'll be in a really good place.
0: Well, wish you best of luck. Um, Thank you. My week, it. like I work in a job too. I work in my my pay bills job. Every day is a battle, so I just go every day knowing that. I'm, what, I'm where you trying, work at? Uh, not saying on the podcast. I'll let you. Yeah, know you on don't the have podcast. to say.
1: The, you don't say have to say the business. You can say the field that you work in. Yeah, you don't have to I say work the, in
0: sales as well. But
1: okay, for me to get my gotcha. sales,
0: it comes with people complaining all day every oh, day. Oh yeah. Of course, nonstop, and it's just like, whoo, Okay, <laughs> okay, we hear you. We care. Mm-hmm, I care, but I could care less. And it's getting to the point where I'm really. I have to. I really like. Pretty soon I'm gonna have to like jump shit because it's like every day I I get so angry and so. And I'm trying to because I'm starting to feel like physical side effects from it, like my blood mm, pressure like can go up at any moment because I've been just been holding it and holding it on like, and it it's is not. it's good. not good. Not good at all. So I started go. like doing boxing downstairs. I started working out more because I'm like, this ain't gonna okay. kill me. Y'all got me effed up, but the money is good yeah. that, like you said, that I make. But I've I've come to the point where it's like, mm, I I'm too educated for this because I'm about to go get. I'm starting in September. I'm going back. I'm starting to get my master. So I'm about. To, I'm too already gotcha. too educated for this job. Number one. Yeah. So I'm really about to be too educated. I have too many skill sets. Y'all gonna need to pay me to do what I do at something that I'm really, really yeah. good at, or I'm out. It's like, I don't need this job, yeah. and I, I want you to realize that. And they're starting to realize, because I tell them all the time, like, trust and uh-huh. believe, once I get this master's, and maybe even before, I'm ready to say, F it, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, But um, yeah, other nah, than that...
1: You got to do what's best for you.
0: Yeah, my my week's been decent, you know, good days, bad days, but I ain't going to complain. Yeah, but I
1: feel that. I feel with that. you
0: talking about the whole mental health, you know, mental wealth, mental wellness topic as you know we about to get into these topics real quick and the first topic that you chose to talk about was mr west himself
1: wake up mr west (laughs) i kanye west
0: personally am over it i've not tweeted about him i've not instagrammed about him i know i was going to talk about it in this podcast because it's a big topic but i'm not giving him the attention that he's seeking i'm not doing
1: it yeah,
0: because while people may and I don't, I don't think he isn't having a, like a breakdown or he's not, you know, off his meds. I do think that there is, and I know that there's a real mental illness with him. He is bipolar, and I yeah. know these are the side effects. I do also know that he does a lot of things for attention, and he does a lot of things just yeah. to be seen. And now people I, can say, yeah. "Well, that's a manic breakdown," you know? no, 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 no. no. And i've seen bipolar people really go off and have episodes not saying that he's not but there's also like there's also a layer of he's still kanye west yep if you want to see what i'm yep. saying
1: yeah I, I understand 100% i do um so with with kanye um i grew up like kanye was kanye was the alt black representation growing up he was you know what i'm saying like kanye was he was like a suburban black dude that could navigate the hood basically because if you think about it he the way he dressed was so different than everybody else like yo he's wearing polo shirts like and he was wearing like pastel color polo shirts with corduroy blazers like in 03 when everybody else had jerseys and guns on them you know what i'm saying so like he always had like his own drummer that he marched to Mm -hmm. and
0: what we've realized
1: over the years yeah which we've yeah exactly which we've all loved him for and what we realize over the years is that not only is he have has he been clinically diagnosed with bipolar so a lot of these outbreaks or moments that were great moments for kanye were really manic episodes but i would challenge us to think about when he's not in front of the camera those episodes don't go away you know what i'm saying it's just that sometimes they're under a microscope, and like now is one of those times where he just it's another time where it, yo, yeah, he's being yay, like he's just doing his thing, and honestly he he has that line like when he says, "You don't want to see me when I'm off the Lexapro, and I honestly had an experience recently with Lexapro, I was taking it for a few months, and I just got off of it, and I know what that what that shit does to people who aren't bipolar me what is I'm Lexapro? not bipolar. So Lexapro is an antidepressant and an antipsychotic. Um, a lot of people who are bipolar, they'll take it. Um, it helps with their manic episodes. It helps them not be manic. Um, it's, it basically kind of balances you out. It's a SSRI, so it increases serotonin in the brain, and it kind of balances you out. Hmm. But the thing about it is it comes with side effects. So I, if I can be honest, for me, it killed my sex drive like it killed my sex drive and it made me fat and that's when you know when you see Kanye and he's gained weight that means he's back on pills you can tell cuz you'll gain like 15 pounds in a month um oh. I probably gained like 30 pounds in 3 months like um it was nuts like I couldn't I couldn't stop eating um and but also it kills your it kills your mood basically like you're just neutral as fuck and that's mm-hmm. no way to live and I think that we're seeing we get when we see Kanye He's usually off his meds, or he w- or at a point where he wasn't on meds, and it's like he lives a very—he's already generally—he's a narcissistic person. He—he's oh, all absolutely. about self, which you have to be if you're going to be in the music entertainment. You I have to have disagree. some type of ego. I think you do have to have some type of ego. You might—it might, it might not be confidence. as big as Kanye. You don't have is.
0: to have an ego. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, all right. I mean, I—I just—I just look at it as. You you have an ego, but not all of us with ego are narcissists. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Kanye will find a way to make something about him that has nothing to do with him. Um like at one point in time, gay people were keeping him out the fashion industry. Um another point in time, uh he he's mad at Drake because Drake is just killing shit. Um like he he finds a way to bring everything back to himself, and now we're at a point where it's like okay, it was it was funny for a while, but now everybody's like, dude, you gotta you gotta do something, man, because literally he's slandering his baby mom or the mother of his children, his he's wife.
0: Slandering his baby, I'm talking about something. and his kids
1: having having an abortion and and whatnot. Yeah,
0: that and I don't like that. The North is gonna have to grow up to see that one day.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of kids whose parents probably have told them that they were going to have an abortion that aren't as rich as Kanye. You and know all of them are like, just
0: as trash. Like, you don't know yeah. the, the the injury that you're doing to kids. And But, okay, but well, here's the thing. Can you name me five of those people who said that to their children? You probably could. My father? We don't know. Well,
1: okay, <laughs> so four.
0: <laughs> you got four yeah. more?
1: Uh, I don't have four more, but I I... But if well, I can okay, give a so little more, and so more you context. you don't
0: know four more, And you yeah, personally, I, I wouldn't more. have known that your dad said that until you said that. Northwest yeah. is going to hit these education streets. Okay? Yeah. So not only does she have to fight against now her mother being a porn, well, had a sex tape release. And, yeah. She has to fight against her father yep. having these outbursts. She has to fight yep. against her family being known to just slaughter black men and just be nothing but <laughs> egotistical. Slaughter. No see, like, slaughterhouse. Uh, <laughs> slaughterhouse to be egotistical and so narcissistic, as you said, and just so uptight uh, women yeah. who two of them don't even look like how they look like when they came out the womb. So you oh, have yeah. all this, and now you're gonna on top of that now have oh yeah, and I tried to kill you, but you know God, Amen. Well, Amen for that. But like still, Kanye, what yeah, is God wrong with through you? you
1: I mean, I mean, Planned Parenthood is the number one killer of black babies. In okay, Kanye's defense. We're
0: not talking about so, we're I mean, talking about Kanye West.
1: I mean, I, I guess I look at it as, I, I mean, I shouldn't look at it like this, but uh, abortion is such a, a more common thing than I think that we all even realize. Um, and, like, I think we have to kind of ask ourselves why. And I think one of the reasons is it's not only because of, like, financial issues in having a child, but there's also a lot of health consequences that come with having a child. So like Kanye goes on these rants without giving context. um, And it could have been that, you know, Kim wasn't in the best uh, physical health to have, to have a child. And that's why the baby should, at that time, that thought of abortion was coming up. You know what I'm saying? But we will never know. Cause Kanye will just be like, yo, you try to abort my baby, like, or I told you to abort the baby or something like that. Like, he said something crazy. Yeah, Um,
0: yeah, he's talking, Harriet Tubman never freed freed slaves. She just took them from one slave plantation to another. Yeah. Do you not read? Like, how's the man who said George Bush don't care about black people when he was like, yeah, Kanye, woo, go so far (laughs) off the beaten path talking about some Harriet Tubman. Slavery was a choice, number one. We can't forget that one.
1: Yeah, I didn't that, forget that.
0: I know Harriet Tubman was wrong. Like, keep leave my name. Get away from me. Move.
1: Man, I And once again, Kanye doesn't provide context when he says things. Kanye, if you would have provided more context, people wouldn't have looked at you as crazy if you had said that, hey, yes, Harriet Tubman was able to physically free people, but there were no black-owned businesses. There were no more yet it could get paid for their services now. He could have said that. That still, I still weren't would have been getting like paid what are you talking about cuz she deserve. quite
0: literally did free slaves.
1: Yeah, she did. Yes yeah, she did. She but he didn't he didn't add any like he didn't add anything. He just makes like these giant blanket statements but gives no more historical context to it. Like, okay, Kanye, if you're going to say that, why are you saying that? Like she couldn't free them. Like she could she could physically free them, but she couldn't prevent them from working for another white person. Like, there were no black-owned businesses. There was no, there was no tell-for, what's that bag that everybody wants to tell fair bag? There was no tell-for, tell-fair back in the day. Like, what do you, where did you want them to work? Did you want them to go back? Because that was Harriet Tubman's rule. You you can come with me, but you can't go back.
0: Oh, she would shoot you if you tried to go back.
1: Thank you. Exactly. So, that's another she conversation we need to like, talk about one day.
0: It's either me, it's how many it's niggas she killed. or death. Literally.
1: Exactly. So
0: you choose. <laughs> either I should yeah. either I kill you or they kill you. Pick your pick you. your uh pick, your
1: pick which one. Yeah, I am pretty sure she killed a lot of niggas.
0: Oh, I'm pretty, pretty sure. Oh, I'm, I'm almost certain sure. she had she had two shotties on her at all times.
1: <laughs> and she was a small lady too. And so. she let that freedom ring. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, Kanye needs help. Kanye wow. needs help. And I don't feel bad for him a part of me doesn't feel bad. I feel bad because I've had my own mental health struggles, but
0: As I think I'm also people, not a billionaire
1: most you know what I'm saying like, we're not billionaires, so we don't have access to the best doctors in the world. You know what I'm saying but so, I've never,
0: also never seen you go off the you know so far off the beaten path to be like, you know um." You know my mother. She flew with ducks, and you know I've never seen you have an episode like that. And you may have had it in your personal well, life, but I've never seen it.
1: Well, yeah, nah, i because I don't. I'm not. I'm not bipolar, so I don't have those ups and downs. Like for me, it's just like for me. I I had a situation where I didn't really had like mental health issues um, until I had smoked some weed that was bad, and it put me in the hospital, hmm. and that's where my issues with mental health, like I know a, lot a lot of lot depression of and anxiety. Like that.
0: They was yeah. trying some drugs. Drugs was laced with something, and then they haven't been right ever since.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I didn't get too fucked up. Like I'm I'm just a little sad every now and then. But yo, it's people that are they never coming back. Like they're gone. Like they are gone.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. But I don't know. I wish him well, but I just can't give him any more energy. I just I just
1: can't do it. And I don't blame you. And it's 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 interesting because, you know, I know people who work with Kanye personally, and um, I kind of I kind of wonder if they feel hopeless, like they can't help him, you know. Um, mm-hmm.
0: You can't. He's grown, even. Can, and yeah, like, people are like, you should have got a black woman first off. It's not for a black woman to be in anybody's. Yeah, she's salvation. not there to heal him. But They're I not. honestly do think Kim really did love Kanye for whatever reason. But yeah, it's getting it's getting to be too much. Yeah. And, and that's, I think. Her main concern is, are those children. And at this moment, yep. what he's doing is not healthy. It's not healthy for them yeah. in the long run. It's not healthy for and, him. It's not healthy for them kids. It's not healthy for her. Like, I will say that when he called Chris Jenner Chris Jung-un, I literally Chris hollered. <laughs> he called yeah. her Chris Jung-un. I <laughs> hollered. But back yeah, on topic. S-
1: I screenshotted, yo, I screenshotted, I'm going to see if I still got him. I screenshotted a few of the things that he said, and I just wanted to, like, just look at these things. Um, Like, when he was talking about Meek, like, meeting with Kim, meeting with Meek for, quote unquote, prison reform, bruh, that shit had me crying. Yo, Kanye had dreams and nightmares about Meek fucking yo bitch. Mm.
0: Then he was just like, Drake, question mark. I'm like Drake. Be like, what do I be doing to get into these? I'm over here, trying to feed my son. That now everybody can see. Yep. <laughs> and now it's just like, like get away, like scooch, move over. But yeah, kinda of best of luck, brother. God bless. But uh, yeah, I I, I, I can't I can't do it.
1: Yeah. But and and I think I think oh, black ahead. people have given up on him. I think as a whole, I think everybody's just like oh, nobody yeah, feels dying. bad for you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody feels bad for you anymore.
0: We're done. And get um, him out of here.
1: Get if out he was like, about him. Some
0: sense, but we also give him, we've been done with him time after time after time, and we've given him chance after, you rarely see people get as many chances as because we know what he was.
1: You know why? Like you said, we know what he was, and we know what he still can do. Yes. Like, like the talent is still there. Like oh, The talent yes. is not leaving. He's still, he's still a musical genius. With in all of his ups and downs and crazy moments, like you can't deny his catalog, and you can't deny the songs that he's made for other people.
0: Oh, so. yes. Even um, one of his, and the, my favorite song from him is All Falls Down, because that song mm. is, I, I think, a pure depiction of what being famous is. And it was at that moment I was like, I don't want fame. I'll take the fortune. But fame think, is crazy.
1: Think about that. That video, we had two, two niggas lost. Two clueless Negroes right now. <laughs> Kanye and and Stacy Dash. Mm. No, she. God
0: bless them both. She. Kanye gets chances because, like you said, we know that there's there's still some depth in him. She, I, I threw away. Peace. Yeah. Bye. You want to coon As it up? As you should have. Goodbye.
1: Yep. She was because just, she's uh, like
0: despicable.
1: And she, and like, it's like once once niggas get money, they forget where it mm. came from. Terry Crews. Terry Cruz. So like with Terry Cruz, I don't know what's going on with him. I where like, I did haven't this seen come what he's been from? saying. Like, I know for me, I only listen to Terry Cruz when he talks about porn. Like if he talks about issues regarding wait, porn. What?
0: Gee, wait, what?
1: All right. So you know how he's so he did a partnership with this organization that I follow, right? <laughs> Called Fight the New Drug. And what they basically do is they are a nonprofit organization that talks about The harmful effects of pornography on your brain, your relationships and in the world. And a lot of it is about um, how the porn industry fuels human trafficking. And so I've been following this this organization and I know he's like a big supporter and proponent of that organization. So, like, I only want to hear what he says if it's in reference to that org or him doing something with them because this he be saying what he be saying crazy shit. Like you don't say like just because you have a voice don't mean you need to give your opinion. Boom. And I feel like that's he's been real. saying he's an, he's another one that's been saying off the wall stuff. Like I haven't seen everything he said, but I've definitely seen things where I'm just looking at like what is he talking about?
0: Somebody was like, what do they got on you, Terry? What 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 is what, is, what do they have on you to make you do this? And I, I think not know, the same maybe thing. like you went from the guy who was like, you know, me too. And you and and the thing is, you really becoming that black woman too. And we were the ones who were defending your nut ass when every mm-hmm. guy was trying to play you, talking about, yep. you know, oh, he did what? And you ain't sock him out. Oh, your wife was there yep. and you ain't lay him out. Da-da-da-da. And it's like, it's not that. He, this man is what, 6'4, six, 6'5, six, possibly He's 250, huge. 300 pounds of muscle at a yep. function of nothing but execs. And big wigs and you think he's gonna sit there and just sock out some man who who must have had some type of status because he thought it was okay to not only fill up Terry but fill him up in front of his wife.
1: Yeah. I mean, but I feel like that's that's a um I'm not trying to justify it, but they they live in a they're they're inside of a culture where that's just that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's even sicker is like they they function in a society where you can do that. And he didn't expect to get any consequences from Terry Crews after that. That's why he did it. You're not doing that and expecting to get some repercussions because of it. You know, like he, yeah. he he's doing that because that is a culture that they are a part of. Hollywood is a very 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 weird, strange place.
0: So y'all like, can keep that, John. Keep it.
1: And I think and I think that like the the. The the Terry Cruzs his situation is like that's just a tip of the iceberg. Like when you kind of get deep and you hear about like all these like weird little sex parties and 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 kids and pedophilia and shit, it's it's nuts.
0: That's why I don't get deep. I don't care. None, I mean, they shouldn't be doing that pedophilia stuff. That's gross. But still, yeah. like I like I said, I don't want none of that. I I, I will be middle age money. And peace middle age
1: money. <laughs> Seriously,
0: I'll be middle class money, peaceful. I don't need all that foolishness because I just your soul needs to be intact at the end of the day, and I couldn't do all that.
1: Yep. That's Speaking
0: of somebody, that's still in the music industry who would I like to think his soul is intact because he will not hesitate to drop off the face of the earth. J. Cole has dropped new music, ladies and gentlemen.
1: J. Cole, Jermaine.
0: Now have you listened? I heard it was just two tracks though.
1: Yes, it is the climb back and Lion King on Ice.
0: Lion King on Ice. Now I haven't listened yes. to him. I was trying to listen to him prior to this show. I didn't have the time, but I'm pretty sure G. You have yes, yes.
1: Yes, I did. All right, yes, and also, I ladies did. and
0: gentlemen, his name is G. Like that's his legit name. I don't want G. You know could be a nickname, but in this case, G is his real government name. I just wanted to be clear because I know a lot of people probably be like, "Oh, G. What's what's his name?"
1: It's G. Every day, every day I deal with that. every day
0: so go ahead go ahead
1: so the first record i listened to was the Mm -hmm. climb back and in the beginning of the climb back um there's this little audio snippet where it says are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous which is more important getting or letting go um and then like it's like a little sample that comes in and then he just talks about like this moment everything is like a full circle moment and how he's just seeing like all these different things that have happened um in his life to make him who he is and and him like navigating um his relationships with people a lot of it is just you know him talking about um traumatic his, his traumatic life experiences and um the things that some of his friends have been going through um and he's kind of like he's telling the story of other people um but he's there's, there's instances in where he's telling it from his point of view, and there's instances in where he's telling it from like the other person's uh, point of view. Um, and and honestly, I love J. Cole. I think he's an amazing rapper, but I'm tired of I'm tired of uh, I'm tired of him producing everything. That's always been my biggest issue with J. Cole is that he wants to produce everything. Um, like he and it's just it's draining. Like. And also remember, oh, this I forgot the second song, Lion King on Ice. Remember how he always referred to himself as Young Simba?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now he's like, all right, I'm no longer like I'm no longer Young Simba anymore. Like, I'm I'm that dude. Mm-hmm. Um and even though that like I was young Simba in the past, I was young, I was hungry, I couldn't wait to be king. Now I'm king. And it's like he's reflecting on the ups and downs of his career. I'm glad that J. Cole's out of college because that nigga was in college for about 10 years. <laughs> so I'm just thankful that J. Cole is out of college because that nigga did not want to leave dorm rooms. He was 6'8", sleeping on a single for about for two decades almost. Like, nigga, when was you going to leave college? <laughs> and I'm glad that he's finally left. Because that that used to drive me insane. I'm like, bro, you haven't been in college that long. College is... is to the super seniors, but college is, is four to seven years for a lot of people. Uh,
0: Seriously, and that's undergrad. Ooh, but yeah, I'm but, gonna take a listen because him he got into it with a no name. I, I don't wanna say they got into it, but they had a little squabble, if you will
1: tough, a tiff, uh,
0: a little beef, a uh, little gray beef. And low I thought grade. it was interesting that he was just like, Why everybody puts me on this so? Deep Petasol. woke, yep. you know, anti hate. Well, I'm pretty sure he's anti hate, but like, just you know, y'all yeah. look to me for something that I never said that I was, and I was like, and it's we funny always how do that. Somebody grow dreads and literally stays out the limelight, and you put all this pressure of him being conscious and woke on his shoulders, which he never said he was.
1: No, nobody ever says they do, but you talk about certain, you talk a certain way, or you say certain things in your music, and. People assume that that's who you are, but a lot of people don't realize that rap is wrestling at the end of the day. You can be whatever fucking character you want to be. Rick Ross has been the biggest drug dealer ever in world history. That nigga probably never sold pounds of something. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be mm-hmm. whatever and whoever you want to be in in music, um, which which is a dope thing about it. That's why I love it because like I can I can say and and do things and be something that I'm not like.
0: I just I don't have to be. I feel like the yeah. best music comes from people who are authentic to who they are. Because true, Rick Ross, okay. he said he has sold drugs. But he also, like yes, he was a CO. That's proof and whatnot. Yeah. But what is like future? Even though yeah. I detest that man with everything in me.
1: Shout out to future. He said toxic, he was, the toxic king.
0: Oh, my gosh. He said he was making music to his fans about Poppin' Molly's doing Lean well after he stopped doing it.
1: I so mean, of course, the you're the money in, don't stop.
0: Okay, but so then, like,
1: you're sex are Influencing
0: sells. people who actually care and look up to you for something that you're not even doing yourself, I don't respect that.
1: See, I, I guess I look at it like this, right? In in my in my music, like I will say something that didn't necessarily happen to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it fit. A, it was inspired by a moment, or it was inspired by something that may have had happened to me, or it has ha- ha- happened to somebody else. But what I would, what I'll do is I'll draw from that moment, or I'll take that instance to create a story. Like there's times where I've, I've gone. I remember I went to a rooftop lounge with Cam, um, drinking cranberry. I think he was drinking like cranberry and vodkas. Um And I remember I had said something to this woman. Um, we were just having casual conversation, and I just asked her why she was married um cuz i saw she had this super bowl ring on her finger and that came back i i took that moment and i came and i wrote a song about um being reminded of 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 a old of a old fling um because i her being married and and me thinking about that just sparked that that thought of yo how would i feel or what would i think about if you know you know, one of your old partners or old such and such got married. So I went and wrote a song about that. It doesn't have anything to necessarily do with my real life. But, you know what I'm saying? It was inspired by something else. So,
0: okay. And so for ahead. you to write a song about an old fling, like, you know, I had this old yeah. thing, or whatever. That's one thing. Because as a songwriter, me, I, I write songs yeah. for people and stuff. I mm-hmm. have to draw off their experience or write, you know, words and stuff that... For stuff, you can get inspiration. I'm not saying that can't happen. Inspiration is all around you. Yep. I'm pretty sure when somebody wrote, you know, I just bought the bank. You didn't just buy a bank. There's no okay, way. We yeah, all can I see, I see what that. you're saying. But yeah. future, somebody who literally has done drugs is known for yeah. doing drugs. It's still saying yep. he's doing drugs to people who listen to him because they do drugs. And you yourself are not living that life. I don't respect yeah. that because now you're having a whole generation of people follow you for something that you do not do.
1: So do you do you feel like do you feel like there has to be a time limit on the things that you can talk about? Um, I feel like if you're at one not point,
0: actively doing it, yeah. then no. People can talk about, you know, F and Bs and getting money because people yeah. can get money regardless.
1: Oh so I have a question for you. I have an album where I talk a lot about drinking. I haven't drank in two hundred fifty some days, almost two hundred and sixty days. I probably will never drink again, um, so do I? Should I not be able to talk about alcohol because that was at one point in time a very important part of my creative process and my life, um, which it no longer is. How I are you think,
0: talking about it? Are you so? Saying, a lot of it, it's
1: like talking about situations where alcohol was involved.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, That's acceptable.
1: Uh, going to places like parties or going out, and you know. Like, you know, just typical fun music, and you talking about, like, you might have a drink, or you might talk about, um, in some way, shape, or form, you know, you t- you'll you talk about drinking, um, just in, in a fun type song, you know talk what I'm talking
0: saying? about past experiences, no problem. <clears throat> People preacher would have said, you know, I used to take, inhale, 100 pills, boom, okay, you used to do it. You're talking about at a party, yeah. you know, what is it, going 99 bananas, sipping 99 bananas? Jesus Perfect, Christ, you're at a party. Alcohol's going to be there.
1: <laughs> edit point, edit point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but when he is saying, yeah. like, there's a line, like, got to, I think, I don't know, something like he got a girl, he got two girls, snort snort a line off each butt cheek, something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, first that off, how that like appealing to anybody?
1: I've never did coke, but if I'm going to do coke, it's definitely going to be off somebody's daughter's ass cheeks.
0: That's just. I
1: think that is a very acceptable way to do cocaine.
0: But, sir, you not think that's but reasonable? he's not doing that. <laughs> you're not, I mean, we don't know do what that. he's
1: doing in, in his home. Like, he could have a whole BDS. Look, R. Kelly had like a whole sex dungeon. Like, we don't I really know what's going on way, inside of people's you, homes.
0: If you truly go back and listen to them songs, I'm just like, all oh, these are ruined. <laughs> I had to sweep. Oh, so, I, I had to clear him out. I'm just like. So can I say something forget, about that? You don't forget his music, man. That's what sucks.
1: It. The talent is there. Like, we can't take away the God-given talent that was given to him. Um,
0: <laughs> now, he is a sick off. person.
1: But but where do we... I, I guess I, I kind of always wonder is, like, where do we draw... Where do people not, not... I shouldn't say we, but where do people draw the line? Because R. Kelly is wrong, but Michael Jackson is okay. And I never, I never understood that dynamic. And it's like, either they're both equally as wrong... I don't both think Michael wrong. Jackson
0: is okay, but knowing how in his brain, I don't think he was fully there.
1: <sighs> it's not fair. I, I don't think that. I, I think that's. I think that's in giving. Because Michael, Michael Jackson R, R. Kelly literally
0: had scouts for who he wanted. He literally has held up signs. Are you eighteen? He had full. He had. He was a predator.
1: Yeah. I and think Michael Jackson was a word. predator too.
0: So, I don't. You know, I don't I'm, think
1: he was as aggressive as R. Kelly, but, but I think again, that Michael Jackson preyed on children. Like, I, I don't know if with he had, children, had,
0: as in, because he was like five years old in the brain. Now I'm not saying no, what that they, he, what he did wasn't right either, but there's no hard. Yeah. I don't think today there's been any solid facts other than somebody's word against yep. word. Versus, you can't
1: sleep in the bed with with kids in your bed. Like, um, yes you nobody I'm in their right mind. I'm pretty sure when you right a child, mind. you
0: slept in the bed with your mother.
1: Yes, when I was a child, I slept in the bed with my mother. I wasn't sleeping in the bed with random men that don't know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like he was sleeping with his little cousin in the bed. Like, that that's more acceptable. Um, these were people that weren't related to him, that he didn't necessarily have a a family-like relationship or any kind of relationship in which... That children sleeping in his bed should have been acceptable like i think that's weird like i wouldn't i wouldn't sleep in a bed with have any child sleep in my bed that wasn't like a yeah, family absolutely member not. of mine absolutely you know what absolutely i'm not. saying like that's, that's that's weird to me that's not no that's weird and
0: not to you that's
1: weird yeah, it, yeah that i don't know that 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 don't seem too kosher like yeah i
0: don't listen to his music cool. either but i think i think because people knew what our, uh, Michael went through as a ch- as a adult, yeah, you know, as a child into an adult, it gave people more, I guess, grace for him. Because yeah. I don't want to be, like, what he did was not, either of them, they're both predators and it's gross. But they gave him more grace because when he wasn't as disgustingly, it's just like, once yeah. you crack open that box, it's just like, ugh, uh, Yeah. Left and right, just and, ugh! ugh. And, and with him, and it was I feel like... like -hmm.
1: But no, I feel like that. I feel like I feel like that's a slippery slope because then somebody can say, "Well, look what R. Kelly went through as a child," and so I don't. I I I get a little. I get a little worried about that because I feel like
0: somebody can say that, and I can be like, "Okay, well, okay, I see what you're saying."
1: Like you're saying, it wasn't it wasn't publicized, but even though it wasn't publicized. I think that they are two people that had very fucked up childhoods
0: mm-hmm. in
1: which turned them to really fucked up adults. Um, and I don't want to and I don't want to dismiss anything they did because, yes, people should be held accountable for the things that they do. To
0: the highest level. Uh, Michael Jackson low. is dead. All and, of them.
1: Yeah. Michael Jackson is dead and R. Kelly is in prison and will never be getting out. So in some ways, there's some type of justice there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I just worry about people using that as a, as a slippery slope. Cause I remember I had a studio session in which, so I, I had listened to an R. Kelly album, um, cause one of the songs came on the radio. So I went back and I played the album. I wasn't really like thinking of, of what happened. Cause I didn't see the surviving R. Kelly stuff. Um, I, you know, I always knew about it, but I went back and listened to this album and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy because this dude would have had, Like the most sexually explicit song, but then he would sprinkle a gospel song, like three gospel songs in between them joints. And I'm just like, yo, he is nasty. Like, yo, you, between, yo, between taking people's draws, where did you find God? And, and, and going to like temple on, on the Shabbat. Like, where did, no, like, there was no God in any of this. Like, this it it just i don't know it just it's kind of nutty to me but i just don't understand how one is okay and the other's not um but i don't think i guess that's not really my place
0: i just feel like people give grace to one over the other but both of them are horrible even like with the whole um bill cosby thing if he did if he raped at least one of the women that all 50 came against him he needs to be in jail People are like, oh, half them girls is lying. Half could be lying. I'm pretty sure they are lying. But if he did it to at least one of the 50 that came out, he needs to be in jail, bro. That's not cool. Yeah. And a lot of people have issue with that. I'm like, no, nah, wrong is wrong. So you can't you can't yep. scream that you want justice but then be like, oh, no, if you want justice, it needs to be justice all around.
1: Yep. And that's how I feel. I feel like if if we're going to, if one person is going to be canceled, like, we gotta gotta cancel cancel everybody yeah and 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 that and that in itself is like another slippery slope because it's like some people you can't you you can't prove that they did x y and z so it's like do we wait for the justice system to 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 figure shit out or do we just um just cancel people straight up like um, I mean, and, and canceled, all this cancel, cancel culture, co- I
0: think R. Kelly has been the only one who's been successfully canceled. I don't. Yeah. You can't nah, even cancel. Right. Like, people will be like, you know, I'm canceling him when I don't even listen to half the people in the first place. Half these people that are canceled, I don't even pay attention to. So, uh, me canceling them don't mean nothing. So Yeah. Um, But, yeah, J. Cole, new music. Go listen to that. Keeping on the music side, though, I don't know if you saw yesterday. The qu- Being on quarantine, this pandemic has brought out a lot of bad in people left and right, but it's also brought yeah. out a lot of ingenious and good things. One of those things, at least for the black community, has been Versus, brought to you by Timbaland and Swiss Beats. If y'all don't know what verses is, it's basically two artists going head-to-head, 20 songs, comparing, well, it's supposed to be just appreciating whose music was hot, whose music you remember, oh, you remember we did this song, oh, you know, having healthy competition. Some of the verses, people look like they are about to guard each other's necks. Other verses, like (laughs) Jill versus Erica, or Luda versus Nelly, even though Nelly's Wi-Fi was trash, it was just like (laughs) good. It's like I, you don't recall how much music you actually know and remember. It's like muscle memory because your brain is a muscle. Just like especially with the Ludacris and Nelly, because like that was my era right there. That was that was me. That's when I was growing up, and I was just like. I know you lied, so <laughs> felt good. I'm petitioning for Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. I will yeah. have the best. Yeah. People are like, no, that's gonna, that's, I- that wouldn't be a horrible. Nah, That'd we be need a that. great.
1: And I mean, that.
0: a great. Do you know every single song? I would know every single song. Last I'd be going night, off your
1: to. Girl's forehead was on my abs. Cuh. Yeah, we need that. We need that. How about the money gang?
0: Like we're not even because I will go y- off.
1: Even Beyonce sampled him. Like, come on, man, we need that. So we need Soldier, like, King Soldier. Let's
0: can, okay. Before, before we go into the the verses, can we be f- for real? And people hate it, but when they when I listen, when I say what I'm about to say, you have to understand and appreciate it, and you have to respect what I'm saying. Y'all don't give Soldier Boy and Barrow the respect they're due. They
1: deserve. Put some respect like, on that name. You- yeah, y'all wasn't kissing through the phone.
0: Y'all don't I mean? like, give them the respect they are due. Because let me break it down for you. While y'all may try to clown Bow Wow, y'all might try to say, oh, he corny, T.I. roast most of his raps. That could all be true. Bow Wow is one of six rappers to single-handedly sell out the Madison Square Garden. Mm. He's up there with your Jay-Z's, your Jay Cole's, uh, your Kendrick's. All right, we it was yeah, Jay-Z, Kendrick, we are. Eminem. Yeah, we're good. He did it single-handedly. He had a plethora yeah. of sold-out, yeah. sold-out number one tours, five, six summer, eight summer straight. He did it.
1: <laughs> TikTok, kids.
0: Since he was six. Numerous number one hit box office movies. Numerous number one hits. Man, has he has literally more albums than some of your faves today. What you want? And not only albums, I mean, not only singles, albums, have gone platinum, yeah. triple platinum, quadruple platinum. But y'all still want to play Bow Wow. Oh, he was a kid, and what does that mean? I was a kid when he was a kid. What? Okay, and he is like Yuck. y'all keep trying to, and it gets me so frustrated. I'm like, y'all be trying to play him because they were never gangster rap. Like, who cares? And for Soldier Boy, and, so- and Soulja keeps like a,
1: a sneaky hit in his pocket. Because he's definitely had none of them um, would be anything without Soldier We made it. That was, a, that was a smash. Um, he the got whole Jay-Z to get on there, first rap of all. Era. That's how you know it's a smash. He did. No, no that was Soldier Boy's song originally. And Drake is the one who made it who made it take off. But that's originally Soldier Boy's song. He
0: was the first person to go platinum off a of ringtone. He was the first rapper on YouTube, period. I actually Googled that. He's not lying. So uh DeAndre yep. Way. He was the yep. first rapper to honestly put a dance. You you little TikTok uh kids having <laughs> dances to <laughs> every song? Kid. Soulja Boy did that. And they're like, oh, the hammer was no 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 the hammer was a a nice little run. Okay. Drew held a, a nice little bop Tell me what you Soulja but Boy so had why? a a synchronized dance.
1: Two yeah. his
0: songs, which then he
1: changed hip hop forever.
0: He did literally, he did, and y'all don't want to give him respect, but he did. Then, after Soldier Boy did it, you had the lean with the rock with it, you had the chicken head, you all these dances all of a sudden started coming out, and they were still just yep. one, two, one, two, one, two. He literally had a synchronized routine to his music,
1: and so and Soldier keeps like a, a sneaky hit in his pocket because he, he definitely had um we made it that was a, that was a smash um he got jv to get on there first of all Wait, he
0: that was that's how boy? you know it's a smash it was drake N-
1: no that was soldier Boy's song originally and drake is the one who made it yes. who made it take off so that's originally soldier boy song
0: yes you're right drake has a crop when he was like um now what did drake say um what was Soldier Boy mad at the Breakfast Club that Drake said that that Soldier said? Drake? Yeah, um, but what did he say? What was the verse? Oh gosh, what did Drake say? Drake and my swag on. Was it that one?
1: Took a look in the mirror, and said what's up? But
0: Drake did like his version, right?
1: Oh, he said. Tell me he, what's really going, going on. on. Drizzy Jersey, back, back up and in and this and thing and already. But what's happening? And yeah, I mean. Officer, and Durban, now I'm back again.
0: Soldier Boy was making his own beats off the Fruity Loops with the keyboard. Not keyboard as in MIDI keyboard. A piano with yeah. keys. He literally had a typing keyboard and he made the dunk beat.
1: Damn, I did not know that. She yeah. got it. And yep. that's literally Yo. you
0: clap that beat till this day. Any African American woman, man, child, or animal will start to get hype. From the I got week. a question
1: for you: mm-hmm. Do the young, do the young niggas, do the young niggas have those? They do they have the? Do they have the twerk songs? Is like Saweetie, Is she the like the new the new Yin Yang Twins or New Soldier Boy for like the younger generation? I don't like, know do what the younger they have. generations Honestly, have the I twerk tell songs. You.
0: I don't know who have these kids, and I used to think I'd never be that way, but it's it's coming to that point where it's just
1: like it's just too much. It's honestly it's a lot of bullshit, and it's too much. It's too like, much, of a lot.
0: Kalani, I just found out who that was. What? I just found out, just who, found out who Kalani was.
1: Kalani is dope.
0: I just you found out. Be. Like I know who some of my current faves, like for I guess you could call the younger generation, Masego. Yeah.
1: Masego Her, is fire. Her is fire.
0: And I think we've covered it.
1: Yeah. I so for me, all right. So I'm a big, 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 big R&B dude. So I listen to a lot of. I'm like on a hunt every day for R&B. So like for me, it's this dude named Dylan Saint Clair. Um, he's dope. He's from Canada. Roe James is fire to me. Roe James. Devin Morrison. Do you listen to Devin Morrison? No. Devin Morrison is like 90s R and B for now. Um Pink yeah, Sweats is dope. Kwaku Asante is dope.
0: PJ him, Morton
1: is my he, oh, is one of my faves. PJ all Morton, time. I didn't even
0: put in that category because it's PJ Friggin Morton. Like, get out of here. Um yeah, uh, and is he new? It's I don't think he's new. That's why I was. I didn't Who, him. Yeah, PJ Morton.
1: I, I wouldn't say PJ's new. Yeah, but I'm about to say As, as a solo so. artist, as a solo artist, I think he's newer to like a lot of people in R&B. Like if you're familiar with gospel, you know who PJ Morton is. Oh.
0: gee but, Look, who are you talking to here? That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: but I don't but think I'm he's saying new. he's new to he's new to the to the R&B and b world.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Somewhat new I'm as far as like think. coming out as an artist.
0: Um this guy Lucky Day, I've heard about.
1: Oh, ah oh, Lucky. Look, I, I forgot I'm Lucky Day. I listened to Lucky Day a lot. I'm not sure about
0: him. I just downloaded some yeah. of his music.
1: Yo, Lucky um, Day is the truth.
0: Oh, there was somebody else who I was listening to. Um, um, I walk you know like
1: I that. I talk sing like sing? that. Six
0: six. Black. I didn't know yeah. he could sing as well as he does because I heard him redo Erykah Badu's Peace and Lesson Manifest. And I was just like.
1: with every lesson. Okay.
0: But yeah, really, that's really. I listen to a lot of people like.
1: Kenyon Dixon is dope. Prom Night is dope.
0: Who's actually on Let me go look at my thing. Uh, Tiana Taylor's, I've been listening to her new album, Fire. If you yeah. haven't listened to it, that's f- Fire. Chloe and Hallie's new yeah, well. album, Fire. Uh, Pop well, we Smoke's get... new album. I really enjoy it. R.I.P. Yeah. Pop Smoke. Can you believe like... Nah, Pop Smoke is the truth. What'd you say? Yeah, no. Nah, I didn't Pop, realize Pop Smoke is the truth. who he was either. I didn't know who he was until he died. And it's crazy because all my New York homegirls was like pop pop smoke for life I'm just like who who is this now and it sucks because now I get to enjoy who he is now that he's gone
1: now he's gone and and even that even sucks because like year. that's crazy you don't get to create those memories and moments with somebody when they're not here mm-hmm. like I think a lot of a lot of the reason why we love people like Drake is because we have so many really great memories like I have a moment for every Drake Every I mean, era of Drake. I remember the first time
0: I heard a Drake song. I remember the first, it was in college, and it was from my friends from New York, and it was the, well, he did his verse on, uh, oops, I mean, the way, I include, wet hair, Sue, whoop, da-da-da-da. they are like, oh, that's the boy from the grassy, And I'm like, the boy from Drake? What?
1: Drake?
0: And that's the first time I ever heard his song. That's the first song I ever, ever verse, verse I ever heard from him.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's music is weird. Like, we don't, we don't get to create those moments. Maybe it's because we're getting older. But we don't mm-hmm. get those to create those like memorable moments that we once had. Like, I, I know with music, like there's some music that I've had memorable moments too. But like, I remember like the one dating to certain people at a certain time, oh, or being yeah. interested in certain women. My boo, at I a remember too that
0: song. I was I played that song every time in my head. Every time I saw this boy, I liked him in the school. Like exactly
1: and and we don't we don't we don't get that I feel like we don't get that no more one maybe because we're just older and a lot of our lives are consumed by you know our own personal grind
0: mm-hmm. um
1: so we do create memories but it's in like small pockets but i just remember these summer nights drake playing you know you at the little house party um like it's just it, 2010 i can think of 2010 there was so many drake records that leaked in 2010 and I remember um, uh, he had this song called, This Could Be Something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just nothing at all. But I remember this, this woman who shall remain nameless, um, who I still know. And I'm still, we're still cool to this day. Um, God bless her. Wish the best for her. But <laughs> I had the biggest crush on her at that time. And she had a boyfriend. And I was like, low key, I was like boyfriend number two. Um uh, we we just had a really cool connection with each other. And that was just one song that I would always hear and I would always think of her because I'm just like, Maybe this could be something. Mm-hmm. But then really it's like, nah, it's just nothing at all. And that oh my god, them lyrics. Heartbreak yes. Drake. Oh that my was an gosh. error, man. Heartbreak Drake was Bruh.
0: an error. NDR read Ready for Love. I remember the first time I heard that song and I like yeah. I heard it okay. actually okay. Cecily put me onto that song and I heard it. I was like, Oh, this is a nice song. I went back to my room that night and listened to it. I was like, "So India, did you just peek into my my room and just like watch me and understand the song was made
1: for
0: me?" Shout out to you for for putting me.
1: Shout out to you for putting me on the sweet love. That's one of the greatest R&B records ever.
0: And those are just songs that sound good, but like like you said, I remember T Pain's um, "Oh I Can't Believe It." I remember the first mm-hmm. time I heard that song. It was at a kappa party at college. They were strolling, and every time, literally every time I hear that song, that's the first thing I think of. I can't not think of that.
1: Yo, yo, you were in you were in college during a great time. Oh, yo.
0: that's another thing. Like, I'm sorry, but a lot of y'all can't <laughs> top when I was in college. I was in college from 2008 yeah. to the beginning of 2013. Think about the music Damn. that came out.
1: And the 2013 was a great year for music. YG dropped. Uh, because of the internet, by Childish Gambino, dropped 2013. Like, am um, yeah. trying to
0: think? Uh, who was at my college that I know that we can never? Kevin Hart came to my school as a comedian. That'll never happen. Oh, yeah, They'll never come, that money yeah, now. Nah. nah, like it's nah, just he's never. The memories back. that you that music links you to, I think that um was one of the reasons why I forgot we were saying oh yeah, by Soulja Boy and Bad Boy would be a great song. And y'all talk about 20 songs. They not only have twenty songs apiece, probably more. Yeah. They have like two or three songs they could do together.
1: Yeah, that's Marco, what I would love. That's what I'm Polo, gonna love, like Marco, to hear them do Polo. records together. That that's gonna be dope. Because like like you said, these we don't appreciate them enough for what they've done. Like a they're lot of they're they're, they're, they're like really the butt iconic. of people's jokes right now,
0: and people don't you know realize that.
1: Yeah, and they're they're the butt of people's jokes, but. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they they have done legendary things for hip hop and they deserve their flowers. They and do, I think right? that is time. Especially Soldier Boy.
0: Them. Not saying Bow Wow doesn't. Yeah. But Soulja Boy has literally created the new era of hip hop that you're listening to currently. Yep. The fact that you can just go to Apple Music and download something not saying that was all him, but he ushered in that era of music.
1: Yeah. Yo, shout outs to Bow Wow. Shout Bow, out to Soldier yeah, Boy S O D Money Gang.
0: But all that, if we want to bring it back to the DMX versus Snoop, who did you have in that battle?
1: So, um, I didn't really have anybody, um, because, just because I have, I have a vast musical knowledge. I knew DMX wasn't going to get washed. Like, a lot of people were saying DMX was going to get washed. I don't
0: washed, know why. He had two albums drop in I, one year, and they both went platinum. Yeah.
1: He, and, and he had two of the best hip hop albums come out in, in one year. Um... Which, two classic albums, that that don't happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people forget that with DMX. <clears throat> sorry. That
0: man can rap for real.
1: No, he can rap for real. But also, people forget that DMX came out with um, It's Dark and Hell is Hot and Flesh of My Blood in one year. But DMX is kind of like, down point is like, I would say 2000 and 2003 after 2003 it's like his down point but even in 2003 on his uh grand champ album you got where the hood where the hood where the hood at and you got get it on the floor yes and get it on the floor floor. was on that album get it get get it on on the floor (laughs) see
0: let's get it on
1: and that's a a and that's a down and that's a down point for him like you know what i'm saying like commercially that's that's a down uh, uh, yeah, a uh down Speaks point went even crazy though it, on
0: that instrument. I think
1: it I think it went platinum. I think that album went platinum, I'm almost but it's certain it did. He, he didn't do what he did, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't doing mm-hmm. what he was doing in ninety eight. Like But it was a different sound but, too. Exactly. Like music changed. Um mm-hmm. what do you just want
0: from a it's not gonna be the same as get on the floor. Like it's just not
1: Yeah, nah. Those two not. are not
0: gonna exist in the same area.
1: I think I think the battle for me, I I'm more of a Snoop Dogg fan um, than I am a DMX fan, just because of Snoop Dogg's relationship with Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Snoop Dogg and Pharrell's relationship is just as great, and they have just as great a relationship as DMX and and uh, and uh, Swiss. Like they're both their catalogs mm-hmm. together are undefeated. Like any song that you play from those two groups are gonna be hits.
0: Snoop was making music for a long... Like, he's ventured oh, out. Oh, hell
1: yeah. Snoop been at it for a minute. I know
0: Snoop not it's only like, had 20 songs. He had probably had 40, 50, 60. Because he's made gospel I songs. Think Snoopy, he's made reggae uh, I think Snoop could give us 100 records. Yep. He's been he's been on he's been featured on so many albums, so many popular songs. Like, Snoop... And he's still putting... Go ahead. But,
1: he's still putting albums out. That's the thing. Which like is crazy. I don't think people realize that Snoop, Snoop is still... Still putting albums out to this day.
0: Yeah, he like he was like, y'all forgot I could rap for real. Like, don't let don't let this fool you. When he came out with what's the song? I don't even know what the song was, and he started spitting. I was like, oh. But when, okay, so if you had to put, drop it like it's hot. Mm -hmm. Up against, where the hood at? Who you gonna give it to? Drop it like
1: it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Just because that was my that was my prime years.
0: Oh yeah, like, I would have given it. To drop it like it's hot
1: too. Drop it, drop it like it's hot was was a what year was that? Was that oh? That
0: was that was in high school. I was a senior, so it had to be okay,
1: 08. So that oh that was oh that was oh that was eight. Mm. Or was it? 7? Oh, wow, I thought it was a lot later. Nah, you're right. I think because I think I was working at the summer camp.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So I think drop it like it's hot came out. It had to come out, yeah, because I was between.
0: driving then, so I had to be my senior either end of junior year, early senior. Year. See, just like that. That's how we can pinpoint when that song came out.
1: Yeah, you got those moments, those memories, and those moments.
0: Let like, me have been in college when that came out. Snoop. I know Rez is going off.
1: Oh yeah, shoot! <laughs> I can't wait to be a Delta. No,
0: I'm just kidding. Shut your mouth.
1: <laughs>
0: but no, but um, yeah. So and also, I just found out that verses sold to Apple Music to have the rights they sold like for a 100 or 200 million dollars. Damn. I was like, "Oh, we going to make Hold some on. stuff at a no- go ahead.
1: Drop it like it's hot came out 04. Oh, 04. 03. 03. Yeah. 03 cuz
0: let's get blown.
1: Nah, 04. Yeah, 04. It came I out Remember 04.
0: listening to that in high school. Well, I went to high
1: school in 04. 04. Yeah, I was about to say you were definitely in high school in 04 and I was in I was, that was my middle school years. That's when I first got into middle school, 04. I graduated uh, fifth grade in 2004.
0: Goodness. I was I was a freshman in high school in 04. Yeah. Dang. Then yeah, I was nah, to listen to that my senior year because that's a great song. I just, and that's when music videos started to be, that's when like Yahoo music was popping and YouTube wasn't even a thing yet, I don't think.
1: AIM too. It and was AIM,
0: AIM, AOL Music, it was Yahoo Music, Black Planet, yo, don't get me started. LimeWire,
1: Bear Share.
0: Bro, that's why when I had to do I everybody's mean. music, they're like, oh, you already paid for it. Who paid for what?
1: <laughs>
0: who pa- huh. Anything past 2008, who paid for it? <laughs> now, I will say I did buy the Confessions album twice, like a fool, but it was yo, that good.
1: You want to know something crazy about Confessions? I never purchased that album, but I know all of the words and all of the lyrics. That's, that's how, how I much am I heard that song.
0: With Beyonce's <laughs> B Day. Lauren listened to I've never purchased B Day. <laughs> Don't have it on anything that I own. I know every word to every song. Cause she listens to that John so much and I talk to her all the time. So I know every single word on that album.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And that just shows you like the power of music. Like it can it can really It could really just, it could, it it creates so many, so many moments are created with music in mind. Like, niggas have done crazy shit, niggas have done wholesome shit, niggas have done nasty shit to music. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you've done it to music. You know what I'm saying? Like... My first Damn kiss, man. Jersey Club was playing in the background. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: that's another important thing that yes. we don't talk, that doesn't get enough. When credit.
0: Jersey Club was created from Baltimore Club, if you don't know that, then first, it's a first same. of all,
1: rest in peace to DJ K Swift. Yes, um, because she is a Baltimore Club hey. legend. She is. And She also is a big inspiration for Jersey Club legend DJ Tamil. So, yeah. shout out to DJ Tamil. If
0: y'all don't know that Jersey DJ Club originated from Baltimore Club, you, what are you doing with your life? I don't know.
1: And I feel like there was a little, wasn't there a little Philly Club too? Oh, yeah, but
0: Philly like, Club wasn't really, it was like Jersey Club sped up.
1: Yeah, like DJ Diamond I feel, Cuts
0: wasn't really playing Philly Club, she was playing Jersey Club.
1: But I, I always felt like Philly, there was like a, a few songs that came out of, specifically that were like Jersey Club-type songs that came Mm-mm, out of Philly.
0: Philly put dances to it.
1: So so would you, would you consider Poke a Hole in My Top? Would you consider that Jersey Club?
0: Sing it a little bit. I can't think.
1: Four wings, shrimp, fried rice, homemade lemonade. Can you please add ice? Poke a hole in my top, poke a hole in my top, poke a hole in my top, poke a hole in I've my top. I've never heard that. Yes, you have. You've heard that song. Four wings, shrimp, fried rice, homemade lemonade. Can you please add ice? Poke a hole in my top. You don't remember that song?
0: No, I don't. I'm trying Man. to go through my catalog of Jersey Club. I don't. Damn. Nah.
1: That, that was like a, a try. But Philly area came out a
0: lot of the dances, like the Wu Tang and uh, um, Percolator, all that stuff. Actually, I think the Percolator was Baltimore Club. But no, Jersey Club came out with the sound. And I think Philly came out with the dances.
1: Yeah, it's probably you what it was and then Jersey Club just went crazy
0: yeah like it's like a thing thing now I've been like oh no I don't know I don't literally it's just like you can find I, a trap remix you can find a go-go remix you can find a, 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 a what is it chopped and screwed remix you can find a club yeah. remix
1: yeah it's true and I miss I miss I guess it's just that's like like I said it's thing. those memories and that's those moments that South we created to this that's when started reaching the
0: North for real back in high school With,
1: with so, so I think Soldier Boy is one of the people who for for our age group that kind of like cuz I was a big TI fan like so oh. I was a big Outkast fan, big TI fan, but I feel like Soldier Boy is Soldier Boy is the beginning of New Atlanta. Yeah. Like the what we have now, mm-hmm. I feel like Soldier Boy is the the transition into what we get now that oh, comes yeah. out of out of Atlanta.
0: I bought T.I.'s King album. I
1: was a huge T.I. fan. That's, best, that's one of my best top five albums ever. That yeah, TI no, That's King a great
0: album. album. That's a great album.
1: Ever. Who? I have a question for you. Who would T.I. go up against? Because T.I. He got to go up against 50 cents. He wants to go up 50
0: against 50 50 don't want that
1: smoke. 50, yeah, 50 don't want that. He would win. 50, nah, he wouldn't. He would get washed. And oh, most, that's why, why he's not 50 doing would it. would get washed. So the reason for me why 50 would get washed is because. 50 doesn't have, he doesn't have the the that, the that big catalog that T.I. does. Like, after his first album, it's not much that I'm crazy about when it comes to 50 Cent, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: After that first album. Because he started so, putting his
0: energy into the game.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, 50, 50, 50 made a huge splash early. Um but I feel like, I feel like I don't want to say he he burned fast, um, but he just doesn't have as many hits as Ti man. Ti absolutely been,
0: not
1: been throwing haymakers forever,
0: and Ti featured in a lot of stuff too.
1: Oh yeah, Oh, man, I miss I miss yo. It's so much I miss.
0: But yeah,
1: it's so much. It, it, music is a beautiful thing. It's like, a great thing. Like music really i have so many memories like so many like even with verses like i'm not gonna forget like you know talking on the phone texting cam texting tiana mm-hmm. texting people i know like yo you know this is my shit like i remember out of this even when snoop was playing like i was telling i was telling um i was telling somebody i was just like yo i remember when i first got into music i wanted to buy an album i went past the record store This is when record stores still exist and you had to go buy a physical copy of a CD. Mm I went and I wanted to get Doggy Style album because I love the cover. This was like 99, 98. So this is a few years after Doggy Style came out. might even have been, it could have been as early as 96. But Doggy Style had been out for a few years. And I wanted this album so bad because I love the cover of it. And my mom was like, no, I'm not buying this for you. So she bought me the clean version of Cisco's Thong song. Excuse remember when you could buy a single that had yes. one song on there but it was like four that, that same song like four different times
0: mm-hmm. like
1: that's I mean, what you I had got to
0: actually look at cover art and read and oh yeah and read people, the shit oh you stole and I didn't write baby it used to be told in, mm. in the text you could read yeah. you still can but people don't be looking at that like
1: nah people man, don't they, they, there's no experiences art. with music no more yeah like even, even me now I'm trying to create the cover art to my album I listen to my album. I don't even know what what direction I should go in because I'm just like, does anybody really even give a fuck about what I look like on my album cover? Make it a black
0: background with a little G in the center, so people had to really like zoom in to see who it's about.
1: <laughs> like I, I I'm over here planning out a, a release for my project, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Do people even are people even gonna give a fuck? You know what I'm saying? No, releases and, and are still
0: popping. Most definitely.
1: Like I, especially I feel if like you I've could be a,
0: digital, you could have a
1: digital listening party. So for me I feel like this is a very transitional period for me. This is my first time being a solo artist. Like I was always oh, associated wait, with a group. this
0: is just you, no Cam?
1: Yeah. Now nah, Cam is on there. Cam is on there. He's on he's uh, on almost wait, every damn that song. Always
0: is still a thing, right?
1: As far as business wise, I mean we still own the business, but no us as a group is not necessarily a thing. Like oh, no. we are our own. We still do stuff together, but like Angelo is he's not in the group anymore. And it's just me and Cam. So we don't we kinda don't need to be really a group. You know what I'm saying? Because we just do shit together.
0: Well, that sounds like it's a group. I mean, I no, don't know. It's I not. just remember y'all was going like y'all had your music video and then now y'all not a group. I was like, oh, okay. Well. Uh,
1: yeah. So that that's another I mean, we can we can get into that if you want. But um that was definitely uh so I guess for people who don't know, I was a part of a music group called Def Bananas. I still own Def Bananas, me and Cam. Shout out to Cam. Um, We are both owners of the name and the LLC. Um, But yeah, we were a group um, in New Jersey. Did decent locally. Um, Went out to LA in 2014. Was making a little bit of moves. And then uh, shit didn't really go as planned. We stopped making music for a while. Um split up as a group um one of our my friends angelo he left the group and then you know me and cam just kind of been doing our own thing and then uh we was making music and it wasn't really connecting like me and cam were making shit and it just wasn't connecting but like we've always been friends so music is kind of like secondary even though we do it so much it's secondary in our relationship like that's my brother at the end of the day um so uh fast forward 2017 uh, it's like officially like we're not doing this no more. Um, so I I just kind of chilled. I went back to school. I finished college, and then last year, I uh I made a record, and it just kind of sparked. Like we made like f- I think we made like probably five or six records together. Um, Cam was a part of in some way, shape, or form, either recording it or helping me with writing the choruses or giving me melodies or writing a verse, like he was a part of it in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, and it, we made like, I think we made five records in a row that is what my album is right now and it's beautiful. I love the way it sounds. Um, but yeah, we ha- we we were making some noise locally, but shit, like, I wouldn't even say it was an ego thing because it was just, you know, it was time for it to end. Like, we were we're no longer like those kids in the basement anymore, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we like we couldn't be that anymore. Um, and we're all at way different points and journeys in our lives. So I think our music reflects the journeys that we're on now. Like, if you hear Cam's music, the shit is nuts. If you hear my music, I feel like it's nuts. Um, I feel like I'm making the best music I've ever made, and I felt like I, in the past I made really great music. So I think that speaks volumes to what we, we're doing. And when I say we, it's not just me. Like I am, I feel like I have a team of people that I work with and like just our studio sessions, just production, my friends, how great they've gotten at producing, how great I've gotten at being a writer and being, being able to craft choruses. And it's just like, it felt like it was like a perfect storm. Everything came together for the good of the order. And, um, there was a moment that me and Kim had and we were in a car just having a conversation, which brought us both to tears about how, you know, like we were struggling to kind of, you know, make stuff that we both were really enjoying with each other. And then it was just like, yo, we hit this groove that just hasn't stopped since. So I'm, I'm super ecstatic. Like, I can't tell you how excited I am. That's like one of the things in life that I'm like jumping for joy about. Like when this music comes out, like I might cry. Like I'm a I'm gonna have my Kanye moment, but don't worry, I'm not gonna be like as Kanye as Kanye. I'm not gonna say crazy <laughs> uh, shit. I'm just gonna be super excited.
0: That's good. That's great. That's how your that's how your work should make you feel. That's yep. exactly how your your artistry. That's why I said I don't know how people can just churn out music like like just back to back to back. Nah, man, I've been I've been working on an EP for years now because I'm I'm artist. I'm sensitive about my sh. But also, I really haven't had the time to focus on it. But now since quarantine, I've been getting. A lot of progress on it, so congratulations, I, congratulations! I
1: written, thank you. I've written like thirty songs since we started quarantine. That's I got good. a bunch of music equipment. I learned how to record myself, like so. I got a whole other album ready to go. Um, so I'm, I'm like stuck between switching my sound up because I really like the sound I have now, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. So. But I do. I might release something different as my second project, or a few singles, just to show that I have, like, yo, I can. I can hang with the young niggas too. Like, I can do it all.
0: Well, yeah, no, I don't. I don't. Hanging with the young crowd is not not like if I'm listening to music that I made when I first started this back in like 2013 to now. What the hell was I thinking? What What is this? <laughs> but like you said, you grow and it grows with you. You grow. And yeah. um.
1: And go ahead. I was like the music I make now, like I'm a i I'll send you I'll send you my album when we get off uh, from recording, but mm-hmm. the music that I make now, like it it still has the same essence of the, the Death Banana spirit. It's still fun, it's still playful. But I realized that I didn't really want to rap rap anymore. Like I just wanted whatever I said, it just had to feel right. I didn't give a fuck about if it was the dopest bar. It just had to feel right. And I think with these this music that I have now, it feels right. And when you hear it, you're gonna know exactly what I'm saying. Like it feels like the what I'm saying, how the chorus sounds, how the production is set up, everything feels right. And I think it feels that way because I you know Amanda Smith's brother John. John mm-hmm. produced like a bulk of the album. Um I think John did I think Cam did two records, John did three records. Um I have more records with John, but Um, some of them aren't going to be on this project, but I would go to him and I'm like, bro, can we make something that feels like this? And he would take completely different sounds, but still give me the same feeling of that song. And I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can put myself into this record. I can take this feeling that I get from this one record and now put myself into it. Um, and i'm just like that is what that is what i loved about this whole creation process is like now i can i don't have to steal somebody's sound i can just steal how things feel
0: mm-hmm. cuz that's
1: really like music is a feeling um and you know when something feels right cuz we just said we have all these memories to music and we know when something feels right and like i said from from the moment i heard the first single i dropped and and I heard everybody's verse on that. And I'm like, yo, this shit feels perfect. And I was like, I've never been able to do this before in music. Like, I think the first, my first, what, 10 years of music or nine years of music was just about discovering out who I was. Now that I know who I am, I feel like the world is my oyster. Like, I don't feel like there's nothing holding me back. Like, I'm, I'm ready for all the blessings that's coming towards me. Because um, hey, I feel it. It feels I feel it.
0: like blessings keep falling in my lap.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Shut <laughs> That's a great album,
0: too. That's a great <laughs> album. Y'all can come by chance all you want. Coloring book, I blast till this day. But anyway, we got to move on. We got to move on. My so, um, at this portion of the podcast, I always have a question that I ask every week the squeeze question.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And this week, um, the squeeze question is, could you ever be in a polyamorous relationship? But let me give you some context. So I was on IG, perusing through the uh, stories, and I see somebody who I've known for maybe a year and a half, two years. And I was like, I'm polyam, pro-poly this, black poly. I'm just like, wait, what? Do I know this person? No, you don't.
1: So okay. she Glad- and I'm
0: like, oh, this is funny, LOL. And she was like, but no, I'm serious. I was like, wait a minute, you you really want to be in a polyamorous relationship? She, she was like I like the idea of being with and not with somebody. I was like, whoa, mm. whoa, whoa, whoa. So we got into a little conversation with it. And I was like, Oh, you're you're like really serious. She was like, Yes, like and I and in my brain I can't fathom. So I do my little research, aka search on YouTube, and I discover. That being black and poly really isn't as foreign of a concept as I
1: thought. No, it's not.
0: I'm just like, and and outside of the whole, because you know, like, with Muslims, they can have more. Like, outside of that, it's just like, I was like, oh, people really choose to do this. And then, lo and behold, one of my, uh, my homeboy, my Sigma homeboy, he comes out and, like, him and his wife are that way. And one night it just so happened that it came up in conversation and he broke down like the, like it made sense when he said it. I could never mm-hmm. do that, never would do that, but it just broke down. He was like, you know, there's my wife. I'm that, I love her, mm-hmm. I married her, we have kids, that's my yep. wife. But mm-hmm. sometimes we agreed, conversation, they had yeah. communication, I'm going to put that out there, that yep. sometimes she may want to be with a woman and he may mm-hmm. want to be with a woman. And I was like, so yeah. it's just like, wham, bam, thank you, man. And he come home. He was like, no. I like. And he was a perfect example. Him, his wife, and I guess their girlfriend, yeah. Um, before the whole pandemic, they were kicking it at their house. And he was on Instagram, scrolling, scrolling, looking, and they were laughing at stuff. And that's not something really his wife likes to do. She was cooking. And she said she took pleasure out of seeing him happy with her, laughing at stuff on Damn. Instagram, knowing that she doesn't Blessed. feel guilty because she doesn't want to do that. But she's mm-hmm. also enjoying cooking for the house. I was just like
1: blessed look at that 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 man is receiving the blessings from Yeshua okay
0: listen okay so first (laughs) questions first do you think you could ever do that being a polyamorous relationship
1: so I've thought about it um I've actually considered like I guess trying it more recently in life um I don't necessarily know any women that would want that, so I, I, it, it's just a Hashtag thought. It you know idea, you'll meet some. Oh no, I know, I, I know somebody personally who, who is has been in in that kind of relationship. I've had, I've had people come to me, or not people, a person come to me, um, with with kind of a, some a similar situation like that, um, but not necessarily that. I'll, I'll we we could talk about that more mm-hmm. off off offline but um so i would I would try it um I would try it to see if it worked, but I wouldn't do it at this point in my life because I'm not financially stable enough or mentally and emotionally mature enough to be able to cater to the needs of two people um I feel like you have to be very at a very selfless point in your life, and I'm not there right now. So I think that that's what would keep me back. Now, it's a few women I would not mind being in a relationship with. Um, at the same time, um, and if it happened, I would be like, "Yo, God loves me forever." Even though I know God loves me forever, but I'd be like, "It was the greatest blessing of all time." Oh, here's a prayer. Um, but
0: thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, but, um, so
0: here's a question, and I, I'm glad you yeah. got out what you wanted to say because I was typing down some. So you're saying that you would be you a girl and a girl correct now what if it was you your girlfriend but your girlfriend wanted a boyfriend could you do that um so you're not with the boyfriend but she's with you and she's with the boyfriend
1: only if that was something that we had agreed upon from the beginning like if i had agreed that she was allowed to which i wouldn't do um if I had agreed that she was like allowed to kick it with another nigga, because look, let's be honest, everybody's girl wants to fuck somebody else, and you know the dude that your girl wants to fuck, like you know, you know the type of nigga that she'll give it up for. Um, but I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want nah. I wouldn't want that. Um, I don't think I'm. I'll just say I don't think I'm mature enough to handle a situation like that. Um, nah, so it would have to be
0: you, her dating some girl. But she couldn't be like well, we, Go ahead. we'd
1: also have to, like I said, we still have to have agreed upon these stipulations prior to us even getting in a relationship. like I don't want to be in a relationship and just decide in the middle of the relationship like, hey, we're going to bring women in here. But um, why not? I feel like what that'll change she the dynamic if she yeah, was they like, do hey, you're right
0: babe, you know I don't I love you still, I want to be with you, but I'm feeling <clears> that <throat> I also want to be with you know a woman.
1: I think that would throw. I think that a lot would have to happen for that to be in play, especially if we're in a monogamous relationship. Like just bringing another person into the fold is going to be a crazy dynamic. I don't care how fine this person is, um, whether it's a guy she likes or a girl that I like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't. If we if that wasn't what we already had it from the beginning, I don't want to just throw a wrench in in the middle of our relationship. Like yo, this is what we're about to start doing now like, well, I, I think we have to, like, well. work up towards that.
0: But if she brings it to you, like, I think conversation... Because everything that's he conversation. kept saying, it was a conversation. It was communicated, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. um,
1: no, nah, that would definitely have to be a conversation we mm-hmm. we would have to have in depth. Like, what is this going to look like? Because if we are just going to be in an open relationship... Um,
0: and that's the thing. It's not. That's what I wasn't... See, that's where I wasn't understanding. Yeah, I know, I know
1: it's not. But I feel like if she's just with another dude, like... I'm not with that dude. I don't like men. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's not really polyamorous. That's more of like an open relationship. Oh, I see what you're it's, saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, because I, like I said, I'm, what, what I'm just going to look at, look at, I'm not no cuck. Like, <laughs> I don't want to see him knock your sugar walls in. You and I just, what, hit what did you just say? A cuck. What's that? A cuck is a person who likes to, like, watch watch their wife get fucked, basically.
0: Like a voyeur?
1: Nah, voyeurism is like showing yourself off in public. Um I a cuck was, is a, I thought
0: it was the opposite cuckold way. is
1: like somebody a who is like
0: watching people
1: Yeah, they like watching people, but this is like you like specifically you like watching somebody like fuck your wife.
0: Oh. What the
1: hell? Yeah, it's called it's called cuckold.
0: <laughs> cuckold. Um, you know what? It's funny because now that you mention that, I used to watch these people on YouTube, the Hodge twins. And I remember they said, like, they had a video about that, but it went over my head because I was like, I know what they're they're talking about. Who you know what? People are strange. People are strange. Now, I stated in the beginning, and I'm stating it right now. That couldn't be, it couldn't be me. Hmm.
1: Look, don't yuck somebody else's yum. That's all I'll say.
0: I'm not yucking nobody else's yum. I'm saying for my yum, that's yuck. Never happening. Look, I... I have hard enough issues trying to believe you and not think you cheat <laughs> on me, you lying on me, trying to give you yeah. all my love and affection. You think I'm going to make way for some other broad yep. to come out here and be like, oh, no, no, that's a solid. And I, when I get into a relationship, I'm going to have some solid no's. We're going to have some some greens, some yellows, and some no's. You think <laughs> you're going to switch it up and think, oh, maybe I can get it. Maybe you can see the door.
1: Maybe you could see the door.
0: <laughs> Levantan say in peace. Like no, it's just I just can't fathom. Like I want to develop... Yeah. because it's like you you put God first, then you put your you know when you get into like your relationship and so you then you put yourself yeah. next. you feel like where I don't have that many. I don't have it to no. I don't have that. no. I don't, I don't have.
1: Like you're saying, like you're saying, like a relationship is complicated as is. It's so worth. to add. To add more into that, like another person's feelings, because I have oh. a, a a former a former um, not nah, we're friends. Um, we used to be partners at one point in time, but we're friends. Mm-hmm. And she was in a, a polyamorous relationship. She had a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Oh, I
0: thought I thought, <laughs> I thought
1: the emotional you were about
0: to say she was in it, but you weren't. I'm like, so that's cheating on you, G. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's
1: cheating. <laughs> now nah, the emotional toll that that took on her. Like also, you gotta make sure that you're in. You're not in this with two toxic people. Like Child, you can't. I can't like imagine. this. Sh- this thing has to be a well-oiled machine before you. Before you, every part has to and be well-oiled before kids? you put it together. Ugh. That's a. That's another dynamic, and that's another dynamic that. Uh, a- that's a dynamic that I've talked about. Because I don't other like people.
0: girls, so it couldn't be me, him, and a girl. Because I don't like girls. Because, like you yeah. said, that would be open relationship, and it couldn't be you. Me and another man, or him and another man, because that would not work yeah. either. Just wouldn't do it for me. Couldn't do it. So it just yeah. will never work in this in this
1: scenario. Yeah, it, it, there's so many there's so many different scenarios and relationships you could be in. Like I've had somebody come to me recently, and I said I was gonna I'll tell you this, but so I had somebody come to me basically asked me if I would be like a sperm donor for her and her partner, mm.
0: um,
1: which we had a short conversation about it. Um, So, I don't know if that's something I'll do in the future, but she asked me basically, like, how would you feel about co parenting with us? And I was just like, oh. hmm, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: okay, William um, from Girlfriends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I, but the thing about that is, I wouldn't be in their relationship. So, that's what I would be kind of oh, so like. So, you
0: get all the responsibility for love. From like the, so, I, from I the yeah, child. like,
1: I would basically be, like, a dad to the child who who is, you know, bi- biologically mine, but I wouldn't be in their union, basically. Um, and I'm not saying that, that, like, it couldn't be a possibility that I could be there, because um, I don't know, but I know, like, her partner doesn't like men. You know what I'm saying? So it would mm-hmm. just be like, it would be like one of those situations where it would just kind of be like weird. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But that put that put some things into perspective for me because I never, ever thought about, oh, being a sperm donor or being a sperm donor for my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, And then co-parenting, that, that's just like a whole crazy dynamic. It's like, hey, I'm dad, but I'm not in this relationship. Like you in the house with moms and mom, but not dad. Like I'll feel, I feel like left out.
0: A lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: It is a lot, and I think that I'd have to be in a very like, I'd have to be rich in order to do something like that. Like I had to be rich. I'd have to be like a millionaire. I know my kids gonna be straight, no matter what. Like I, I know whenever I have a kid, they'll be fine regardless. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I feel like I come from good stock. Good. Not good even that. I, when buck. I
0: plan on having, you know, God willing, <laughs> I'll have, you know, I want to be more stable. I want to have a husband in the house. That's the basis, the bare minimum. After that, I feel like, okay, yes, let's let's do it. But I was just, it's just like, and I'm looking at these, like one of the YouTube, it was like Batty Polly or something like that. It's this uh, Haitian man, his wife. So they're married. They're They are married. I think they have a child or something. Mm-hmm. And they've been looking for a sister wife. Mm. And it's just like. They're like, you know, they've had some trial and errors. And it's just like, it's their whole journey to finding somebody. I'm just like, I was watching, I was just like, this is just so fascinating. Because it's fascinating to me because I know it's something I would never do. So just to see somebody living like that, like, huh, that's just crazy. But I was just, that was just something that blew my mind today. Because I really didn't think this was something that black people did. And then... Actually, it is. Like I didn't think because I've never seen. I've only actually I know one person on in life who's in like a open they're, like they're gay, so the, all of them are guys. But it's like on the gram, he says me and my husband with an S. Polly like woohoo! Like that's the only person that I know, and I know him on IG. When we used to go to college mm-hmm. together, so that's the only person. I was like, so yeah, I, it's I, it, it's interesting. So
1: I kind of wonder. I a part of me feels like, you know, being monogamous is one of the hardest things to do in this day and age. I don't
0: think um, so. I'm f- tired of asking people what their favorite color is, getting to know new people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just tired of it. I, I don't need I it. I feel
1: that. I feel that too. And I, I'm like, I'm at the point where I don't give a fuck what your favorite color is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that doesn't just matter. Just
0: me somebody for me. But I,
1: but I think that one of the reasons why monogamy is so hard is because of, like how accessible porn has been to our generation. Like, I feel like our generation... Like, porn brings you endless novelty, right? Like, you can always find something new to nut to. And in a monogamous relationship, that's not necessarily the case. Like, you're not going to get... You might be able to switch positions with your wife, or you may be able to change her outfit or role play. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's not a new person. Like, this is still the same person.
0: But that's the, um, I think... And that's I think the difference that's between our a relationship and just having sexual relations. If you're in a relationship, yeah. I don't think. Well, at least for me, I don't want to just be with you for the sex. If I'm if yeah. I'm in a relationship, because I've been looking at a lot of marriage counseling, even though I have I'm single as a dollar bill, but still, you know, preparing yourself for greater amen. So I've been yeah, looking at like a, just a lot it. of people talking about like their relationships, and you know, like we're not goals. We go through stuff. Too, da 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 da. But me going through yeah. it with you is the only person I want to go through this with you. Like I, w- I don't want to put yeah. up with this with anybody else. I don't want to have arguments with anybody else. That's what I'm looking for. That even if I'm yeah. pissed and I want to wring your neck, I don't want to do that with anybody but you.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, that that if that's what works for you, that's what works for you. I know, I know for me, I just don't want to cheat on anybody. Like I've done that before and I just don't want to put <laughs> oh, anybody a in that position. Mm. Was did. Well, Black men don't cheat. Okay. Yeah,
0: so when people say they were cheated, cheater, no, you are a cheater. You have nah, cheated. No no you I have cheated. Sir. I don't
1: cheat you actively. You
0: are a cheater. You may not cheat anymore.
1: No but you are I, I am when not a were, cheater. Uh,
0: when you were a child, you're not That's a child sense. now, correct? But you were.
1: I put away my childish ways. I am a okay, man. Okay,
0: but you were a child.
1: So I would refer to it in the past tense. I wouldn't say I'm a cheater.
0: Okay, because then you do not what?
1: not past tense. You. Yeah,
0: like. Oh, I see what you're saying. But no, yeah, everybody's you are a cheater.
1: Che- everybody's you've cheated. you've done it. Like everybody's you're a cheated. driver.
0: Even if you stop driving right now, you're still a driver because you've driven. Yes.
1: So, but still, everybody's a cheater. And here's why. Everybody's a cheater. If you've done anything, listen, listen to me. If you've done anything that your partner would find out about and not like, it could be considered cheating.
0: And I've never done that. I can honestly say that.
1: Example, example, point right here. So I'm in a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. I go out with friends. I see a woman. We strike a conversation. We may flirt. I'm not going to get her number. But I know if my partner found out that I was flirting with this chick or flirting with a woman while I was out and I wasn't there with her, she would consider that cheating. Now, it's not physically going and having sex with another person, um, but it still can be considered cheating. I feel like if you do anything your partner wouldn't want you to do in front of them, then it could be considered cheating. And And I agree with
0: that. But, but I don't think that, that that is,
1: like, as extreme as me going out and sleeping with another person.
0: But like you said, it depends on your relationship. Like, the, the last person I was talking to, we actually went out for drinks, and some girl was trying to hit on him. I was I was sat there like, hmm like we were friends, because I was benefiting. So if he would have done, yeah. like, it's all, like you said, every relationship is different. It's structured differently. It has different rules. So if that was cheating in your partner's eyes, then yes, I think you cheated. But if that would have been me and yep. you were flirting and you didn't do nothing else but flirt, I wouldn't have cared. Like,
1: See, oh, not, every, not, every, exactly. not every person is like that.
0: So that's why I think no. communication is key Can you, in any relationship. And that's what I'm, when I do find the next person, hopefully then my husband will be, that I talk to, I'm going to stress communication from the beginning Yep. on. Because I don't want there to be and, any confusion. I don't want there to be any, oh, I didn't know. No, you did know. Because when I say something or when I bring something up or when I mention something, I want it to be a clear and delineated conversation here.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I feel like you can communicate, you can communicate your needs all you want. But at the end of the day, like, we're all human beings. So because we're human beings, we're not always going to, live inside of that whole perfect world you know what i'm saying like we're not perfect and i think that there's a lot of unfair expectations on people's relationships like if you're not attracted to somebody else something's wrong with you like you want your partner to be attractive to other people you want them to be attracted to somebody else like i can't give you everything you want and need i can't i'm i'm just honest with you i can't give that to you so if there's something that you find in another person that's a friend, like, I, I can't be mad at that. Like, I feel like I can't be mad at that at all.
0: True, true. But it this is the portion of the podcast where I do the Keeper 100 moment. So for the Keeper 100 moment, this is the portion where you just tell me um, one thing, two yeah. things, whatever that you want to keep one hundred about. So I go yeah. first because to give people an idea, my keep one hundred. Gotcha. Um, yep. is going to be. Please wear your mask. Yeah. I don't care. Amen. I don't care if you. I can't. You can breathe. Okay, it's thirty minutes out of your day in the store. Put your mask on. It's not right. All
1: day.
0: Yeah. And for people like you, I do have some concern because, you know, carbon monoxide and all that stuff. But for regular people who uh, are just going in and out the house, put your mask on. It's my right not to wear it. You're right. It's your right not to wear it. But you can't go into an establishment without with that right because they have the right to deny you service, which people don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand how you can how you can comprehend that you're right not to wear a mask because you can't. You're an adult. You don't have to. But you don't understand that they have the right to deny your service if you don't. Like how does how does it not click? No shoots, no shoes, no service. You can understand that. So just add no mask onto that, baby girl.
1: Baby girl, wear your mask,
0: please. Like baby girl, wear your mask. I don't want to catch the Rona. Bye bye. Although I did get tested, and I actually I don't have it, but they said I had antibodies. So that means like at one point I did.
1: Yeah, or you were around it. Yeah, crazy, um, right? Yeah, it is. But I'm still, like, I guess I'm considered high risk because I have asthma I'm and saying. I have a heart condition. Um, like, I, I have faith that, you know, I'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm I'm going to be protected. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really... I, I worry a little bit, but I don't necessarily worry as much because I am doing... I am taking the necessary precautions. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like as long as I'm doing the right thing, like... That's I all you that, can do,
0: honestly. If it's your time, it's your time, yeah. honestly. Like,
1: I'm, like I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing, so I can't really be mad. Um, like, if I was out here being reckless, okay, I, I get that. Um, but I'm not being reckless, so... Um, I think my, my Keep It 100 would be... I guess... um so is is it a moment that anything, or a thing that anything. I want to say to people?
0: I've I've come on here and said screw traffic. I've come on here and said any anything you just want to keep one hundred about. This is what you keep keeping one hundred moment is
1: for. It's very important for you to pour into your local artists, um, and I think it's important because um, a lot of us have local artists that we really love, and I think that. It's important that people pour into them the way they pour into other,
0: other artists.
1: Like we don't do enough for our local artists. Uh I mean we can't go to shows, but like we don't we don't buy enough merch um from our local artists. Because, like yo, people put thousands of dollars into this thing. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm-hmm. you're a uh a painter or a, a graphic a, a designer rapper, a singer, a designer culinary
0: artist, even yeah. martial arts. I Mar- yeah exactly support. I fully agree. Not even support artists. Period. Pay what these yeah. people are charging. Don't try to get a discount because that's your home. I think the yeah. most insulting thing on this earth is for you know to know your friends and that they're coming up and you just still say, "Can I get a discount?" No, I'm not only going to pay what you're charging. I'm going to tip too. Like that's a yeah. I'll benefit when me paying for something is just a drop of a droplet your business. That's when I can reap some benefits around this mug. But until mm-hmm. then, no. What are you 50 dollars here? Take it.
1: Yeah, I got no problem. I have no problem giving up giving up money. Um
0: but I think it's because like, also you're an artist and I'm an artist and we understand. I mean,
1: like I realize I also leverage relationships. Like I got friends that'll do something for me for free most oh, of the yeah. time. But oh, yeah. But if they need to get paid, I got no problem paying them. You know what I'm saying? Like the, even even though they they've, they've Done stuff for me for free i don't think they're above asking for money for their service for their services Mm -hmm. like i think that's only fair for them to ask for money especially if it's going to take them time even at a time like this where niggas is not making money like they would have been um i definitely think it's even more important that you know if somebody asks to be paid something that you know they be paid that a professor once told
0: me you charge for anything that your time can is is being a worker's worth his wage because they're like times the only thing you cannot get back, so if it's taking away right. your life on this earth, you need to be compensated for it. I was like, ooh, so yeah, That's I facts. agree, but you know what um, I did
1: before I got on this podcast with you? what I went back and I listened to the episode with that Lauren was on. hmm I went back and listened to that um because I know I think i heard uh I think I heard the one with Armin. That was
0: h- I laughed, I think the yeah. entire episode. It's been <laughs> hilarious. He should start nah, his own podcast. I always tell him that.
1: Yeah, nah, he's he's crazy. <laughs>
0: it was hilarious. Um, yeah, and even with this, like, I've been so much like so consistent, and I've been so proud of myself that I've been consistent with this podcast. My YouTube channel, it's I go back and forth because it's just like I get so which which I, I'm so frustrated if I can vent. It, they'll no heated, but a nigga made heat. Can I vent? Um, that I put so much talent and just artistry and just, just, I know for a fact, pure amazingness into my YouTube videos. Even if it's just simple. Like, I care about yeah. the quality of my video. I care about the sound mm-hmm. sounding exactly right when I do something. I care about the jump cut edits. I care about the text being just... But Like, I I put so much thought into that and I get maybe 50 views. I'm just like, dang. Like, it's so discouraging. And it, I know you shouldn't do it for the views, but it's... I'm not, if, if, I can't put out worse quality because I would not feel right as a person to do so. But yep. it's just like... I mean, I'm spending two, three hours making a 10-minute video, perfect to my standard, and I know I'm harder on myself than most people. And then it's just like, oh, you know, this is nice. No, it's, what? But I know it's something I'm personally struggling with. Like, I have made maybe 20 videos, edited them, just never posted them. So,
1: yep. but with this. I mean, we we all what? get there. It's Like, we all get get, like, hard on ourselves with our talents, like. And we try to tell ourselves that we don't deserve X, Y, and Z. But yeah,
0: no, and it's just like,
1: like... Just put it out there. Don't give it Because you know why? <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't know... Like, if nobody sees it, good. That means you'll always be able to reintroduce be reintroduced to, to new True. people.
0: But it's like, I'll edit a video for somebody else, my same type of style and everything, and I see the comments, oh, yeah, this, that, and the third. This is amazing. I'm just like, so what? What? what is going on here? But then I'm like, you know what? When it's your time, it's your time. So, if I have to focus a little bit more on the podcast now and then go back to the YouTube videos, then I'll do that because I've been editing. I think I edit videos for two or three people now, paid edits, and their channels are taking off. So, low key, I'm 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 proud about that. So, steps for that. Okay. But before we go out, before we close out, uh, please, sir, let them know who you are, where they can find you, give them the information for the album, all of that. Let it let it go.
1: Alright, uh so my name once again Now you can go. Got you. Um, yeah, so my name is G. Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh naughty by nature, but I spell it N-A-W-T-Y B-Y N-A-Y-C-H-A. Naughty by Nature on all socials. Um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. I, I post a lot of songwriting content. Um I have a lot of stuff I haven't posted, but yeah, so my album is coming out uh in the August, beginning of September. It might be beginning of September just because I want to make sure, you know, it's my baby, so I just want to make sure everything is perfect. Um, we're getting a mix right now, about to get it mastered, so it's, that's gonna be done. We're about to shoot um some promo stuff. I got a promo interview that I'm doing surrounding my project. So yeah, it's gonna be a dope experience. It's gonna be a really fun music. It's gonna sound it's gonna sound like how this summer should have felt. That's what I'm. That's the last thing I'm gonna say. That's only it should have sounded, how this summer was supposed to feel.
0: I like that. That's actually sound the way this felt. hot G summer.
1: Yeah. G
0: summer. Somebody can get me off these damn. I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> this time, bored. I just be the first episode. I had these. I was going off. I was like, I can't be doing this every other second. But no, yeah. So that's it. That's all.
1: Yeah, um, follow me on social media. DM me um, <laughs> G- to anybody's daughter who's interested. Uh, I am a wholesome man of God,
0: I'm servant f- of the Lord. Hey. A- um,
1: also get filthy on the weekend. So I, you know, duality. You gotta have balance.
0: Cause she might like so. nine to five. Amen. But joy mm, amen. the weekend.
1: <laughs>
0: but no, yes, it was a pleasure having you come through. I'm actually excited family. because it's like you're one, two, three, one of three people who asked, and I'm just like, y'all are really listening to my podcast. it really is bringing me joy that I can provide this for everybody because I was doing this with like people originally, then it's just me, and it's like, when it's just me on here, it's like I' be producing like thirty minute twenty five minute, which actually some that's people said too. they like. yeah, they were like, I too. like how you have just you and then you with other people. It's just like cause when it's just you, that's just enough for me to get from A to B. But when it's with other people, I can sit down, listen to it all day. I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. I like it like that. But as for this podcast and this household, amen, you can find us, uh, you can find me, Not From Concentrate Podcast, you know, on all streaming platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, YouTube, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can find the Not From Concentrate Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe Mm -hmm. on all the platforms. Don't forget to like on all the platforms, stars, drop a comment, get us in that algorithm, get this platform up there, you feel me? If you're looking to advertise with on not from concentrate podcast or just email, email at notfromconcentratepodcast at gmail.com, follow me on Instagram. Um, We do have a Facebook. As I say, every week I do not get on Facebook, so you can go like it, Not From (laughs) Concentrate Podcast, but I doubt I'll be on there. Um, but You're like I said every yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where the word of God is preached in Holiday- season and out of season.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> okay, but for real. <laughs> so as I've been saying every week, starting last week, uh you need to arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Uh, what are you waiting for?
1: what what yep. it, for something Apparently such, there's some Go ahead. Apparently there's some loopholes with that case, like, that that the cops are going to get off because of some loopholes in like, laws. Um, I got to read up on it more. I definitely will send it to you once <laughs> I figure that out. But I've been seeing that there's, like, the reason why they haven't been arrested is because legally they technically didn't do something wrong. Even though we all know it, and we all feel it, and everybody's saying it. There's some type of legal loophole that's keeping them out on the streets and employed. So, so rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. You
0: know what? yes, Queen, in your – like, and you know what's fascinating? Y'all been doing every – you know I just read today that they've turned the, the Washington Redskins to this the Washington football team?
1: Yeah. Y'all are doing
0: dumb. everything but what the hell we've asked for. I don't care if they get off or not. Arrest the murderers yep. of Breonna Taylor. Yep. Period. Elijah McLean too. Facts. And as I Just say us. every week as well, whether I give you an ounce, a gallon, or a liter, everything Me I know. say is 100% real. Not from
1: concentrated.
0: Period. Period. So, y'all have a good night. Y'all be blessed. And see y'all next week.
1: Peace. We out.